close encounters of the third kind, actual contact. To me, it looked like a leprechaun to me. All I gotta do is look up in the tree. Who else in the leprechaun say yeah? yeah! The Sasquatch was approximately eight to ten feet tall. It looked very human-like, but it definitely wasn't a human. After seven years of research, I am more convinced than ever that the creature known as Nessie is a real, living animal. Others find it hard to believe and have come up with their own theories and explanations. Could be a crackhead that got hold to the wrong stuff. Welcome to Mysteriousnesses, episode number 27. Welcome to it. I am your host, John Jay, and with me, my co-hosts, the Lances, Lauren and Endless Mike. Yep. Hello. Yep. Yes, sir. Jared is out sick on vacation. Yep. Out sick dumb. <laughs> just real dumb. We've got a lot of cool things to talk about. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, uh, we actually, I, I actually uh, got a chance to visit a haunted hotel over the weekend. And uh, the week before that, I saw a UFO. So we're gonna get into that stuff. Had a real in the spooky show. week. Yeah, you've been uh, you've been attracting a lot of bad shit lately. Uh, yeah, a lot of. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's bad. It could be good. I don't know. Starting with science news, time warp discovered outside Las Vegas. Paranormal investigator claims. All right. Huh. I mean, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he's right. Does it have anything to do with this animated fish on the screen? It's that, that, that's what that's what it is. Like when I go in to play like one hand of blackjack, you know, just for funsies, and then all of a sudden it's like three days later, and yeah, I don't have any it. money, yeah, or clothes, and I'm like, what happened? It's a, it's a time warp. It's a time warp. It's not my yeah. fault. It's not my fault. It's not, not my crippling gambling addiction. <laughs> no. It's a time warp. Are you David Day? <laughs> <laughs> a self-proclaimed paranormal researcher claims to have discovered a time warp on the outskirts of Las Vegas, which he says slows time down. Aren't they all self-proclaimed? Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you're a paranormal like, researcher, yeah, you usually you uh, come out and say it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think there's a anything... A disavowed paranormal researcher. Or, like, I don't think there is a, like, verified paranormal researcher. Yeah, is there like an online class you can take? Yeah, can I get a certificate of paranormal researchology? Yeah. Uh, the bizarre claim gives a whole new meaning to the notion of a lost weekend in Las Vegas. Aha! We already covered that joke. The researcher Joshua Warren told the outlet that he had tested several areas between Las Vegas and Area 51, but only found a reading in an area north of Sin City between I-15 and Route 93. The weird thing, the real holy grail here, was that we picked up with this brand new piece of technology, Warren says. Okay. Warren was referring to a DT meter, differential time rate meter, a device that has a 100-foot cable with a sensor on one end, according to MysteriousUniverse.org. The device sends a signal down the length of the cable and measures the time it takes to reach the other end. Isn't that just a normal uh, meter that electricians use? No, I think it's it, it's taking you know it's like it's measuring the signal like how fast it travels, the cord. So in theory, it should always move at the same speed. Yeah. But I guess at this point, it didn't. Yeah, uh, that signal is always supposed to travel at the same rate of time at any particular place. The only way that that could change is if a black hole approached Earth or something like that, which is never supposed to happen. Warren said, <laughs> it's "Okay." Never, well, I mean. 
we don't know if it's supposed to happen yeah, or not. Yeah, like, supposed It has to. not happened yet, yeah. and I hope that it doesn't. I don't want it to. Probably, <laughs> actually, it is supposed to happen eventually. Eventually. <laughs> eventually. Yeah, yeah, well. Hopefully, it'll be in at while. least, like, six or seven years from now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, by the time we're I'm dead dust. and gone. Yeah. yeah, when we're all dead and gone. <laughs> Uh, at this spot on June 18th of 2018, I actually measured for the first and only time time itself slowing down for 20 microseconds. Okay. He added that should not happen, at least according to the laws of physics. I'll back him up on that. Shouldn't That's happen. Fair. That shouldn't happen unless there is some kind of unknown technology being tested nearby that would influence the environment, or if there are naturally places around the planet Earth that actually sort of flicker once in a while. That warp a little bit, Warren said. An engineer by the name of Ron Heath created the DT meter, according to Warren. Warren said that it was interesting that the time anomaly was recorded in this area as it is a popular UFO hotspot. He added his research is far from over. The big question at this point is whether or not we have these anomalies, but what's causing them? Is there something natural that gives us a window to a gateway into another world or another level of reality? Or is this the byproduct of some kind of weird technology, be it something secret and man-made or something that's extraterrestrial? I don't know. Why don't we ask Eddie Bravo? So, quick knows. theories. Uh, there, there could be a large hadron collider buried uh, in this area, in the desert. Causing yeah. a black hole. That's Secret government research facility. You know, I mean, there's probably a whole warren of caves and labs underneath the entire Nevada desert. It would be weird to me that we know about one of those existing and that somewhere on this planet there isn't another one that we don't know about. Uh, yeah, there's just, probably a bunch. Yeah, like the likelihood that there are a bunch of secret government government ones is pretty high. It I would say probably or, has something to do with fairy circles. It could <laughs> it could be it could be uh UFOs of or or some sort of uh thing has uh shot through a wormhole and come out near that spot and that's why Or it could be are Project Black Box. Maybe I think what if it's just like a natural thing that occurs every now and then? I or, mean, it's only or his stupid meter's broken. Or his stupid <laughs> meter's fucking broken. Maybe he didn't charge the batteries. Like who knows? But like it's all it's twenty milliseconds. Like mm. we're not even talking like a. That's full, a lot. It's not. I though. mean, yeah, that's a lot. Depending it's on not, how you look at it. So you know, it. there's a thousand of those in a second. Like it's yeah. not. So there's not even a full minute. Well, I mean, know? it's not. It's not supposed to fluctuate at all, though. It's not. But I mean, twenty like, is a lot more than one. But what I'm saying is, is like maybe like that's part of just time. Maybe there are like some weird little dips. Yeah, we just don't know about it. We never yeah. really noticed it, yeah. or we notice it sometimes. We notice it sometimes when you're sitting there and you're like, man, I feel like I've been reading for you know Ever. forty minutes and it's been ten. No, the stairway at my work when I'm like going down it to like leave. Sometimes I think I've been in there for years. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren lives in a whole life. It's like an old lady. By the time she gets to the, she's bottom. got a big long beard. Yeah, it's like it's like the opposite of the Dark Tower. Like I can't <laughs> stop going down it. And then she walks out and she's back to normal. No, but sometimes I get down there really fast. Yeah. Okay. So maybe maybe we have time. Maybe we all need one of these DT meters. Yeah. And then we, we need to and then know. when something ha like that happens, we can measure the time. We can go. Oh, okay. So I Did am. Did this right only happen to him once? Well, yeah. This is the first. Uh, this is the first recorded instance of this occurring. Yeah. He went there, recorded it. He was like, "This land is cursed," and then he left, <laughs> and he never came back. He's like never tried to record. No, it I'm again. sure he'll uh, do more experiments in that area. It is if I would hope so, if he was him. a proper fucking scientist. Well, he's a self-proclaimed paranormal researcher. So, he probably only did it once then. 
Yeah, I mean, that's all you really need. I proved myself right. Not going back. So this is this is pretty interesting though. I'd like to I'd like to see people more people using these uh, meters to I see see what expensive. they come up with. They're probably like twenty bucks. Yeah, look it up. Curious. Let's see if they get, do they got them on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> like if they're cheap, I say we get some for the class. Yeah, I feel like I slip through time all the time. So yeah, me too. It's not the weed at all. Yeah, it's definitely not the drugs. Yeah, it's definitely not the drugs. Uh, here we are. Um. DT5300 uh, Industrial Digital Earth Ground Resistance Tester. So Mike's right. This is like a thing that people use. Yeah. Um, it's $189 on Ooh, Prime. That's a little steep. Is there an app for that? There, I'm sure there's an app. <laughs> is, it, is it the Just same thing? Send Maybe this not. electricity directly through your phone. <laughs> yeah, so the only one that I could find was that one, it seems. And that... But I mean, frankly, that's a cursory scroll through Amazon Prime, so there may be cheaper ones. All right, moving on to uh, the Pasagula alien abduction. Let's see. In 1973, two co-workers were fishing off a pier on the uh, Pasagulia River when they heard a buzzing sound and saw flashing blue lights. A UFO appeared, and three humanoid creatures dragged them on board. I'm pretty sure they were just on meth and got arrested. <laughs> they just got beat down by the cops. <laughs> just got hit with billy clubs, and they're like, man, those aliens, they're rough. Really mean, mean aliens. Uh, so let's see. They were, they were dragged on board. Inside the craft, they were examined for about 20 m minutes before being levitated back to the pier. So they were like, yeah, these ones suck. <laughs> these ones are broken. <laughs> well... Afterwards, they went to the police station to report what happened. While the detectives left the two alone in the room, their conversation was secretly recorded. Uh, oh, let me throw this up here for you. Charlie, I've never seen nothing like it before in my life. You can't make people believe. Calvin, I don't want to keep sitting here. I want to see a doctor. Charlie, they better wake up and start believing. They better start believing. Calvin, you see how that damn door came right up? Charlie, I don't know how it opened, son. I don't know. Calvin, I just laid up and just like just like that, those son bitches, just like that, they come out. It's hard to read accents. Yeah, it is. It just laid up like that and those sons of bitches, just like that, they came on out. <laughs> Charlie, I know. You can't believe it. You can't make people believe it. Calvin, I paralyzed right then. I couldn't move. Charlie, they won't believe it. They gonna believe it one of these days might be too late. I knew along, all along there was people from other worlds up there. I knew all along. I never thought it would happen to me. Jeez. That's uh, creepy as hell, right? It's creepy as hell, but it's also upsetting because these two are stupid as fuck. So, like, they're the, they're the fucking sample the aliens beamed up. Well, I mean, they only spent 20 minutes. Now we're all Charlie and Calvin to them. <laughs> 20 minutes? I mean, you spend more time getting a cleaning at the dentist's office than 20 minutes. Yeah, but this this two-minute conversation is enough for me to go, yeah, Charlie and so, Calvin yeah, I don't think these two are going to work for the experiment. We have to make them do math and shit. I don't know if it's going to work. What would happen if they did see a doctor? I don't know. I mean... If I ever got abducted, I'd I'd have a doctor comb my body for uh, alien implants and maybe ticks. 
Definitely. And ticks. I mean, it's always smart to just check for ticks. Weird sidebar. Mike and I were driving down the street the other day, and we saw this guy on a bike, and I and this and this girl on his bike, and she was obviously checking him for ticks yesterday. Oh yeah. You sure he wasn't checking him for skin cancer? No. No, it was ticks. It was zombie ticks. bites. It was straight up ticks. <laughs> okay. Anyways, I just had to add that. Glad the listeners know that now. Yeah, I just need them <laughs> to know that's happening in Clearwater. Yeah, I don't know. What do you what do you do if you get taken for twenty minutes and then levitated back down onto feel something? bad because obviously I'm not worth keeping. Oh, oh wow, yeah. Wow. I that's, would that's a downer. I wouldn't want them to keep me. They kept that one guy, what was his name? Travis Oh, the guy in our Travis Arkansas. Fulton. They took him for like five days, didn't they? I don't remember. It seems so terrible. Many of these stories. Well, this yeah, is I the don't think I'd want to fire stay. in the sky guy. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah, it was a couple days. Um no, I don't know. I guess I'd be glad I didn't stay. I'm, I'd be glad that I survived it. I wasn't like a missing. Would you go to the cops, or would you just, you know, just report it here? Just be like, well, there's nothing the police could do. No way I'd go to the cops. No yeah, way. Yeah, you'd end up in a prison in Area 51. Well, I, like I don't know who's affiliated with the Men in Black or some shit like that. Like I don't like. Say you did get abducted, right? And so the idea of aliens is not just like what it is for us right now. Where it's like, yeah, there's a possibility they exist. We have no concrete evidence as to what they are or if they abduct people or anything like that. But say it's totally broken open for you. You get abducted. Why do you have any reason to think that like men in black aren't real things? Like not like the movie Men in as Black. As soon as you're abducted, like you're like everything's ones. real. Yeah. So, no, I absolutely wouldn't go. Uh, yeah, I mean, if Tommy Lee Jones came to my door, I'd be way more comfortable than some of these MIB reported sightings. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah, well, those reported sightings, they're basically aliens in and of themselves. Yeah. Like. So, I wouldn't trust government officials at all. Um, I would not go to... I don't think I would go to a doctor. I would find someone... You don't trust I, doctors? I wouldn't trust I'd anyone. I'd go to a backcountry vet. I go, I go to a vet. A horse doctor? A yeah. horse doctor. No, I would go, me personally, I'd go to my dad. i go to my dad, and I'd be like, yo, I don't think I could even explain this to you if I wanted to. I need you to check me out for this, or at least tell mom how to look for some shit. And well, he would just assume you stuck something up your ass. Yeah, he yeah. would. I mean, that is his, that's his normal assumption. Yeah. In not every case that he receives, you're not going to believe this. It's something up your ass. <laughs> he, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that he he has told us that several times. He, yeah, that's his. Uh, you're not going to believe this, but nope, I believe it. <laughs> Bend over. Yep, he's got many stories to verify that. Um, but yeah, I would I would only go to somebody that I could absolutely trust, and I would have them help me out. I'd give you a look over. Oh well, thanks. give her a good once over, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's another good. quick abduction story. This is Clayton and Donna Lee. A Texas-based husband and wife claimed to have been abducted by aliens multiple times, including once where a fetus was stolen from Donna by oh, the alien trespassers. Clayton claims that he was a child visiting a park for the first time he was abducted and that he feels the aliens might be studying him throughout his life. He looks like the kind of guy that was abducted and replaced with a serial killer. No, they look like a younger version of the couple from American Gothic. Yeah. She said, I remember just floating up higher, Donnelly recounted about her experience, and then that was all around were stars and blackness, and then I blacked oh, out. Oh, well, she probably just walked into a monolith then. <laughs> 
The couple have had their memories of this event awakened by a local psychologist who ironically doesn't believe in aliens herself. She's like, yeah, I hypnotized them, but uh, I don't believe them. Oh, anyway. they do like a regression therapy or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. I'm guessing that's what they did. Oh, they were on the O'Reilly factor. Oh, here we go. Let's see. Did you ever, O'Reilly, did you ever talk to the abductees? I mean, did they tell you where they were from or anything? Donnelly, no. I don't have any remembering of at all having the conversation. No. She talks weird. Yeah. Yeah. O'Reilly, so they just swept you away somewhere? Where where'd they put you? Different places, different times. I've had memories of being on what I consider the ship because I know it was someplace other than any place I'd ever visited before. So you're in some kind of uh, vehicle? Uh, yes, it was a vehicle, a room. It was very cold, metal, a lot of metal, a lot of metal. Was it Norway? O'Reilly, did you see the aliens? Yes. What did they look like? What I saw on that particular visit, they were tall, slender, blonde, looked human, but not human, not quite human. So they saw... So they're elves. So she saw Nords. Yeah, she saw Nords. Yeah, I told you it was Norway. They're from Skyrim. Huh. And they love metal. They love metal music there. No, but like, this is like a pretty standard class of aliens that you hear about. We have talked about those before. I wonder, do they ever mention getting fucked? Because every time Nords come up, they fuck the people. Every single time. Well, yeah. you didn't see a picture of these people. Yeah, these people, I don't know. They took they took her fetus. They're not fuckable. I mean, <laughs> oh. Oh, my God. Okay. H- how rejected would you feel if you finally got abducted by aliens, they happen to be the Nordic ones the that fucking always fuck people, and they just send you back? Like, ugh, no thanks. That would be the worst kind of rejection. We don't need that DNA. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no. They did take one of her fetuses, though. What is what is with that? What do you think they did with the fetuses? Fucked it. Raised it. I don't, I mean that is a that is not a very logical absurd. No, it's not. Um, I don't know. I have no idea. I couldn't possibly it's probably say. Probably frozen somewhere. They could be taking they could be taking women's fetuses and like colonizing other planets with humans. Nah, they they're could in be a like zoo. primitive. Humans on other planets. They could do that, or maybe they. Maybe we're in a zoo right now. It's Jurassic Park. Maybe they grafted some DNA on that. Maybe they don't have to fuck you if they don't want to. Oh, I'm sure that they don't. They have the technology to be beautiful. But it's just so much more fun. <laughs> it's it is more fun <laughs> to bang your victims. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> Nords, the fun kind of abductors. Oh God. <laughs> uh, Wisconsin driver sees Bigfoot. A motorist in Sawyer County says she saw a biped she believes could be a Bigfoot. And that's the whole story. That's, that's it. That's pretty much it. Yeah. I glanced over and saw something upright. It was not a bear. I know what a black bear looks like. I, f- I feel like she said that in like an angry voice. Yeah, yeah. I, I can hear it too. Definitely pissy. The eyewitness says she stopped and went back to check the area, adding that it was so quiet not even birds were heard. There you go. I mean, that is always like an indication that Bigfoot's around. Yeah, like All the wildlife just common. like shuts down. Uh, I was rather freaked out by the situation and a little scared, she said, explaining her three children were in the car. Well, why'd you stop? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you stopped and got out of the car? They were not able to see it because they were busy with their phones. See, listen up, kids. Little okay, you are going to miss a UFO or a Bigfoot or something if you're always on your phone. Yeah. Okay? Learn this lesson now. Oh, I, I did forget to talk about my UFO encounter. Oh, yeah, we got to talk about that. Uh, she said it did not have a neck nor paws. Wait, they just have, like, stumps? 
No, I, I think it had hands. Kind of like Chewbacca, but with hands. Yeah, I'm guessing Chewbacca. Chewbacca, I always thought he was Bigfoot when I was a kid. He does look like Bigfoot. Oh, uh, yeah, so I saw a UFO driving. I, like, texted you guys immediately the other week. You did? Yeah. So describe to us what it looked like, because the, the way it sounded was really interesting. Yeah, it was... It, basically, I saw what I thought was, like, a plane flying. Mm-hmm. But I thought that it was like maybe like turned in a weird way, and there was like a reflection of the sun off the wing. Okay. But then I realized that, that was just like a light on top of this thing, and it was like this like bulbous like see-through thing. That's weird. And then the light like went away, and then it like just disappeared. And like there was from no Flight more. of the Navigator. Yeah, it was it was kind of like that, but yeah, like see-through like that. Like I could see that there was something there, and it was giving off this bright light. And then yeah. it and then it disappeared. Oh, like I thought it was a plane, and then I was like, "Huh, that's a weird looking." And then it disappeared. Hmm. I was like, "Shit, that is not a plane." Anything weird happened before, like directly before or after? Like any mm. noticeable difference? Just nope. Just no? driving. Just a UFO. Nothing more. Nothing I see, less. I see. I mean, I saw one last year too, and then I'm, I had it confirmed with Mike. Remember? Hmm. Oh yeah. That's just right. yeah. It, just another lost weekend in Vegas. Just <laughs> we're just. <laughs> No, I remember that because I was outside, and you told us to look up, and we saw it too. But that was just like a that was a couple of like lights in the sky. That was yeah, lights in the sky. I mean, yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't spectacular, but it was still. We it was know definitely what the weird. Fuck it was yeah, definitely wasn't a plane. All right, let's get on to some more cryptozoology stuff. All right. Uh, if you have seen a UFO, hit us up on Facebook or uh, at our email address, which is mysteriousnessespc at gmail.com. One of these days, Lauren will check the account. Mike checks it all the time. Yeah, Does I, he? Yeah, yeah, I have it on my phone if something comes in. It oh, okay. Up. Yeah, so we check it. Hit us up on Facebook, though. We're flooding that thing with dank memes now. Oh, yeah, and we got, we got a lot of memes going on, yeah, so add us on magic. Facebook. Yeah, lots of meme magic. Which we'll get on into shortly. Yeah, maybe the next episode. I'm reading a really cool book right now. Actually, if you all want to read it with me, um, I'm currently reading Dark Star Rising, Magic and Power in the Age of Trump, um, which is basically the idea is that people... Trump's a wizard? uh, No, but like people um, were using memes as a like magical tool on 4chan and that sort of thing. Um, yeah, I remember we talked about it when the election happened. Yeah, and it, it goes I've into that quite Facebook a bit. Too. It's by uh, Gary Lockman. Um, it's much more. It's written much more lucidly than I possibly imagined that it could be. Like, it's not as crazy as I thought. So, check it out. Uh, read it with me. If you have any cool ideas while you're reading it, hit us up on uh, email or whatever, and we can kind of have a conversation about it um, on the next podcast or whatever when I'm done with it. A uh, cab driver comes upon kangaroo-like creature in Tennessee. Was it a chupacabra? Uh, I mean, he's a... Uh, so, let's see. Are chupacabras supposed to look his, like a kangaroo? Uh, he's a 33-year-old cab dispatcher from Johnson City, Tennessee. The sighting took place in Elizabethan, Tennessee uh, on June 3rd, 2018 at approximately 1.20 a.m. The sighting list, uh, is listed as lasting a few seconds. Uh, let's see. This is a recount of a cryptid uh, that occurred in the morning of June 3rd, 2018 at around 1.20 a.m. 
To begin, I need to explain that I'm a cab dispatcher, and the sighting happened to a passenger that was being driven home by one of my drivers. They were going from Johnson City, Tennessee, where we are based, to the customer's home in Elizabethton. My driver did not see the cryptid in question due to him being distracted by the car directly in front of him, swerving to avoid it. The female passenger in his cab asked uh, upon passing the spot where the car had swerved if my driver had seen it. When he told her he had not, she described the creature as something about two feet tall, running at a high rate of speed across the road on its only its hind legs, and it had the overall body shape of a kangaroo. She said the creature was running towards the woods. To the best of my knowledge and research, this is the first sighting of anything like this in or around the area of Tennessee. There have, however, been other sightings of other cryptids ranging from the Birdman of Hampton to the Tennessee Wildman and even several possible Sasquatch sightings, including a possible winged Bigfoot encounter. Winged Bigfoot? That's unusual. It's just Mothman. Yeah, that's Some, Mothman. This one sounds like a point. Velociraptor. This, I, I think this is just, I think this is just your standard escaped wallaby. What if it? I mean, or Velociraptor. <laughs> I mean, yeah. What if you're just a rich guy and you know, you know, your wife wants, you know, goes to the zoo and she wants a wallaby. Yeah. Or so what you, if the zoo just doesn't want to admit that they lost one of their own? Yeah. They didn't put it out to the news. They're like, you know what? It can't do that much harm. Fuck it. There's just it's thousands like of bucks. kangaroos in the Tennessee Valley. <laughs> yeah. That would be awesome. That would be kind of awesome. <laughs> Uh, as long as it wasn't a red kangaroo, because those things will fucking kill you. And what is a red kangaroo? They're bigger. They're the bigger ones, and they'll, like, claw your throat out. Oh, well, that's Oh, are those nice. the boxing kangaroos? Yes. I think so. Because, like, there's the regular little ones that are, like, really cute. Those are the wallabies. Yeah, but then there's, like, the red ones, and apparently they're mean as fuck. I don't know. The ones we saw at Bush Gardens were just stoned. Yeah, well, I, I mean, don't think those were the red ones. Yeah, I don't think those were the mean ones because yeah. they let you pet them. Yeah, yeah, oh, no, yeah, no, no, no. the red ones are like fucking mean. Kangaroos really aren't as cute as they're portrayed in cartoons. That's they just true. look like stoned creatures. They just look like weird dogs. Yeah, they do. Stoned weird dogs. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what this could could have been. I mean, if it's not a kangaroo, then it was probably dinosaur. Some sort of small dinosaur yep. or from a different dimension. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I, I, I've never extra heard dimensional creature. Some sort of extra dimensional <laughs> creature. I've never heard of a cryptid described like that shape before. Could it have been a giant jackalope? I think they would have talked about its horns if it was oh, a yeah. jackalope. Jackalope has very distinctive horns. Also, no one thinks that's real. Yeah, I'm no sure. one believes in this. It's <laughs> bullshit. They're real. I had a friend who uh, had a stuffed one. Oh, yeah, you can buy them at, like, roadside gift shops Yeah, when you're in the desert. Some asshole just takes the carcass of a rabbit and throws some fucking horns on it some and calls it a Some baby deer horns yeah. on it. Um, oh, yeah, you wanted, to talk about, uh, you wanted to talk about the magical book that you were reading. Oh, okay, so... The one that you started reading and then stopped. And I was like, no, this is trash. So I got really excited. Um, I'm not going to name these podcasts because I can't decide if it's their fault for being, for promoting this book or not. I haven't had enough time to process it. I just want to talk about how I feel about it so I can go on the record of it. Um, but there were quite a few podcasts that I was listening to, and they kept talking about this book, um, Aradia Gospel of the Witches, which is supposed to be like, one of the most... What are you listening to, like, Chaos Magic podcasts? 
No, they were like more like Wicca centered. Okay. Like this is more like old school, like Gardnerian witchcraft type shit. So it's like your standard. Is this book by Wicca. Raven Silverwolf. No, this is uh, th- this is like an older one. It's supposed to like go before Gardnerian witchcraft. Supposed to go before Aleister Crawley. Like apparently this inspired a bunch of shit. So it's like okay. Have you ever read Blood Sugar Sex Magic? By the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Oh, yeah, the funniest <laughs> book on witchcraft ever. I hate you guys. <laughs> the Red Hot Chili So anyways, peppers. I went to check it out, and the reason that I checked it out was uh, on a couple of these podcasts, they talked about how this was the perfect book to read right now when you're feeling like everything's in chaos and you feel powerless and you want to, you know, like fight for what's right and all that shit and kind of ditch the you love and... for your right to party. Yeah, and you kind of want to ditch the love and light shit and like actually kind of fight back that kind of vibe i was like okay cool that's like that sounds like fun let's check it out so i bought it i was stoked and so i was reading it and i was like okay like they've got this like this uh this all this like what she's supposed to have said and um lauren spends her money on this bullshit by the way it cost me like seven bucks it wasn't that big of a deal but anyway so i was like okay so it starts off really cool. So it gets to like the second paragraph, and it's like, Yet like Cain's daughter thou shalt never be. And I was like, okay, I can get... All right, fuck, all right, yeah, okay, cool. Nor like the race who have become at last wicked and infamous from suffering. Okay, cool, I don't want to... I'm not wicked or infamous from suffering. As are the Jews in wandering Zingari. Oh, what shit. What the fuck? Are you for real? What's Zingari? Zingari are gypsies. It's an Italian word for gypsies. So, oh, okay. So the so the the Basically races just that are the gypsies. so the races that are bad are the gypsies and the Jews. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, basically, uh, you know, follow... When was this written? This was written, like, back in, like, eight, the 1850s. Like, 1850s, like, 1890s. Like, oh, super well, that far makes back. sense. That's, like, a standard amount of racism for the 1890s. It's, but here's my problem. It's like, yeah, okay, fine. You know, maybe they were awful back then, whatever. But why Wait, is who it... who was awful back then? The Whoever put this fucking oh, okay. book together. Oh, no, not the gypsies and gypsies. Well... Yeah. Let's all agree. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying whoever put this book together was awful and stupid and agreed with that. But what bothers me is that there's these podcasts talking about how, like, this is the foundation of modern witchcraft. And there's, like, blatant fucking racism in this shit. And I was like, I was so disappointed. It was in the, like, within the first three pages. Yeah, and so that's all you made it was the first three pages? Yeah, and I was done. I was fucking done. I was like, I'm sorry, like, I don't care. Actually, I did go a little bit further. Because I was like, fine, like, let's see if there's anything decent in this. I'm already turned off, but maybe, I don't know, maybe I can bitch more about it. And I found out that I could. Because then it just proceeds to talk about how, like, you should poison anyone that's rich. Like, all this sort of shit. Oh, I didn't think that was in witchcraft. Poisoning? Yeah, just rich people poisoning. Yeah, I didn't think you Poisoning rich people? I didn't think you were supposed to poison anybody. I don't know. I'm raising my hands right now. Something similar to, like, a karmic response when you do stuff like that. And all that shit? I mean, there are certain. There's there are certain practices that do believe in the rule of three, and uh, you know aren't like this at all. Like this is a very. Well, explain the rule of three. 
if you put something out, it'll come back to you threefold. Um, yeah. Or, like, uh, there are some people who believe, like, hey, if you cast a bunch of curses, if you feel bad all the time, maybe it's because you're only putting bad energy out. You know, that sort of vibe, right? Right. Um, but no, this book is just like, fuck everyone, suck my dick, also the Jews are evil. Like, that's the fucking book. And I was just so disappointed. Like, first of all, why is anyone considering that relevant? Second of all, how are you able to ignore that? But this isn't, like, the only time that I've picked up a book on witchcraft or the supernatural or UFOs. It does kind of happen. We're like, it's just, you're just like, you're floating along, you're like, and then I fucked the Nords, but then they told me the Jews were bad. Like, it's just weird shit like that, right? Yeah, like somebody told me I should read David Icke, so I started it and it was like, I I think I got like a couple couple of pages in and it was just like, and, and, and it was just like saying that the lizard people are Jews yeah. <laughs> or something like it's that. Like, what the fuck? I, I was just, like, uh, okay, I'm done with this. It's just so weird. I don't understand. Like, is life not weird enough with fucking lizard people and magic? Do you have to put like some hateful shit in the middle of it too? That is no basis yeah. in reality. Like, what the fuck? So, I just wanted to rant a little bit. I wanted to go on. Um, on record as saying that Aradia Gospel of the Witches is not worth reading and I don't think has a place as, like, the foundation of witchcraft whatsoever. Aleister Crowley wasn't racist, was he? No. He was kind of like a gluttonous pig. but like an asshole, yeah. Yeah, he fucked everything. Yeah, he fucked everything. But uh, that was kind of his charm, right? Um, But no, this is just... It's just outdated, and there's no reason for it. Yeah, it's just... You know, it's just... It doesn't really apply. It's so unnecessary, so... I don't know. So, I got to stay in a haunted hotel. Well, it was supposedly haunted. I, uh... Did you have sex with a ghost? I stayed in the Hunter Arms Hotel, and I wanted to have sex with a ghost. Uh, You were... So you were open to it. I was open to it, because technically that's not cheating. I asked Leah, and she said that ghost sex was fine. Mike told me it was cheating. Yeah. I was really well, don't upset talk to about Leah. this. Don't talk to Leah then. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, I feel like you're robbing me of a great, like, spiritual moment here. Okay, fine. You get ghost pregnant, and that ghost can take care of the baby. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't think they you. can get you pregnant. I think that's, like, the one great thing about ghost sex. <laughs> Mike's like, I won't sign the birth certificate. <laughs> <laughs> that's a ghost baby. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> that, that baby is half spirit. So how did you... <laughs> How did you find out that it was haunted? Well, I, I I checked into the hotel, and it was like one of those old-timey hotels that was built in like the early 1900s. Did you have to like ring a bell to get someone's attention? Uh, no. There was like a there was like a British woman there. Was there a haunted elevator? Uh, I think it was just a regular elevator. <laughs> there was one elevator, very small. Uh, yeah. So I checked into the hotel, and then I went to the comedy club. And and then the first thing they told me, they're like, oh, you like the hotel? It's uh, been newly remodeled. And I was like, okay, yeah, I can tell that. It's nice. And the second thing that they told me was that some scenes from The Water Boy were filmed in the lobby area. And I was like, okay, I can see that. Okay, great. It kind of looks very, like, outdoorsy, like, woodsy, like it could be Louisiana. Yeah. And then the third thing that they told me was that the, the place was haunted <laughs> By, like, an extremely violent female ghost named Vivian. Some people don't care for the water boy. 
Yeah, some people just really don't like Adam Sandler movies. Yeah. <laughs> she just hates Adam Sandler. She's from the, she, she's not even she's not even an old timey ghost. She's a ghost from the nineties. Yeah, she's a ghost of an extra that Adam Sandler strangled. <laughs> oh God. This is becoming a way better story. I couldn't find anything online about it, and when I was there... I I looked it up when you first told me about it. I was like, there's, like, nothing on this place. Yeah, I I was, like, worried that I was going to be scared or, like, creeped out or whatever, but, you know, once I I got home that night and, you know, settled in, didn't seem haunted at all. I feel feel more haunted here in my own home. You are. Than I did. You certainly are. Than I did at this hundred-year-old hotel. By that's, all the things you did in the war. That's so different. Like, not different. That's so. God, that's so boring. Like. Yeah, I mean, I could just make some shit up. Yeah, like. It honestly, it seems like they're just saying that it's haunted just to get more people in. Or there. maybe they were fucking with you. Yeah, I don't know, but I mean, this place is like, it's popped up on on like FloridaHauntedHouses.com. Here's okay, so is there anything on there about it? This one says, uh, I found the hotel great value, very clean and comfortable, close to Disney. The food was delicious, and staff were wonderful. Top marks. What? I feel like the British lady, I feel like the British lady that was at the front desk wrote this review. <laughs> yeah, or, or what if she's the ghost? I think she's the ghost. Could be. Was her name Vivian? Uh, I didn't get her name. Ah, there you are. But she had a ribbon tied around her neck, and then when I pulled the ribbon, her head fell off. Oh, yeah. You probably reminded her of her husband from the war. Anyways, did anyone write anything else other than, like, a Uh, five-star review? Creepy. One-star review. (laughs) The only thing in this hotel that is creepy is sketchy-ass management. Ah. Him and his wife are complete assholes. Lying-ass bitches. Oh, shit. (laughs) That sounds like someone who wanted the place to be haunted real bad. This place was cheap to stay at. I know for sure it was cheap to stay at because I saw uh, I saw a copy of the bill, and some of the people staying there were like straight up white trash. Is <laughs> it like thirty bucks a night? It was like fifty. Yeah, but it's close to Disney World. Yeah, that's, that's cheap for that's Disney World. That's on the upper end of trashy. That's still trashy for Disney World. I mean, well, the room in- the rooms were great, but yeah, it just wasn't any haunting. I don't know. I kept wandering around the lobby in the middle of the night. Just howling. Ooh. No, I kept just wandering around seeing if anything would happen, but they were like playing over the speakers all night long in the Working lobby. Music. They were playing like uh like top forty, like pop music. Oh, it's hard to be scared when that's Yeah, going it was on. just like, wow, this is I mean, it was like weird and unsettling because of the pop music, but <laughs> then at the same time, I was like, oh, it's kind of upbeat, you know? Like, How weird would it be to see a ghost while Kesha was playing? <laughs> well, Kesha's kind of a freak, so... Didn't she have weird. sex with ghosts? Yeah. Oh, wait, all right, so let's hold on. Um, yeah, who, she attracts ghosts. Who would She's be, a ghost slut. Yeah, she's a ghost slut. Hashtag ghost slut. Who would be the the most, like, the weirdest In person? In sync? Yeah. Yeah. Now let me show you the shape of my heart. And there's and just a lady goes. holding a head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Alan so, Rickman's ghost. So I'm sad to report that there are no ghosts at the Hunter Arms Hotel that I saw. Do you think hotels that are haunted, like known for being haunted, do you think that they get more business than regular hotels or less? Uh, I would say more because it's like people that are interested in that sort of thing. It's like a thing, always right? 
Because, I mean, pretty much every time, if I had the option between, like, your standard travel lodge, days in, La Quinta or whatever, mm -hmm. and Haunted Hotel right next to it, it's like, same room price, I'm choosing the Haunted one. I paid ten extra bucks for a ghost. Yeah, I paid ten extra bucks even, yeah. Ten I, extra I'm choosing bucks? the Haunted one because it's just more interesting. Yeah, ten extra bucks. Even if you don't see a ghost, it's... ghost. For it, a 10% chance of a ghost. Yeah, yeah. I'd take it. Even... Even if you don't see anything, it's still more interesting than Motel 6. That's true. It is. I mean, also, there's probably a lot of demons in a Motel 6. Yeah. No, see, that's the thing that always kills me. Is like, everyone talks about haunted hotels and shit like that, but... A lot more people get murdered people in a Motel 6. People die in hotels all, all the time. Like, there's a reason why there's always a morgue on a cruise ship. It's just because there's so many people going in and out of those places all the time. Numbers, like, the numbers are going to make it to where at some point someone's going to die someone's there. Someone's going to die or kill themselves or be murdered. Yeah. It's just, it's going to, or be sewed into one of the fucking... Mattresses. Mattresses. I'm really not sure how often that happens. You know, no one is. That's why you check. <laughs> That's why you check every time. Flip the fucking mattress. You don't even have to flip it, just stab it with something. No, you just, you just got to press down hard. Yeah. If you hear like a there, grunt, there's, there's no an body issue. in here. Yeah, yeah, and you'll feel it. You'll feel that body. It, it's got a definite shape. Not if you get one of those memory foam mattresses. Those things, they just absorb pressure so evenly. They remember. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> they remember everything. <laughs> All right, so coming up in our feature segment, after we take a break, we're going to be talking about the Orang Pendek which is the tiny Bigfoot of Indonesia. And in our You Believe in What segment, we're going to be interviewing Shelly Harris, Reiki master. I haven't been right since she Reiki'd me. Okay. Mike's been Reiki'd. We'll be right back. That's not what's on the agenda. What's on the agenda is the Orang Pendek. Woo! Pendek. It's an orangutan. It is, uh, it's Indonesian for short person. It is the most common name given to a cryptid or cryptozoological animal that reportedly inhabits remote mountainous forests on the island of Sumatra. Okay. Oh, that's where the, um... That's where that the, coffee comes from. No, that's where the rat monkeys come from that turn you into a zombie. Um, really? No, yeah, I, I their think venom it, turns you, makes you like a. I think you're thinking of the coffee, Mike. No, no, no. The rat monkeys bite you, and it the venom like does something, fucks your brain up, well, and it, it turns you into a zombie. Sumatra does have a lot of weird things. No, um, look up Sumatran rat monkey. You look up Sumatran rat My monkey. My phone's dead. Oh, Lauren, I'm look it up. talking about the orang pendex. So. Talk about the orang. 
Uh, the animal has allegedly been seen and documented for at least 100 years by forest tribes, local villagers, Dutch colonists, and Western scientists and travelers. Consensus, consensus among witnesses is that the animal is a ground-dwelling bipedal primate that is covered in short fur and stands between 80 and 150 centimeters, so like 30 to 60 inches tall. Not very tall. So these are little guys. This is like Yeah, they're like pygmies. This is like Bigfoot's little cousin. What was that look for? Are you fucking You're just talking about the movie Dead Alive? Oh yeah, that's where I heard that from. <laughs> Son of a bitch. You're the one who looked it up. I wasn't gonna look it up. I just Don't I ever thought, trust Mike. His I phone's not our even dead. Listeners might be curious. Okay? Don't look it up. It's just fucking. His phone's dead not alive. even dead. No, I knew I'd heard it before. Sumatran oh. rat monkey. They turn you into zombies. Yeah, it's not a thing. And you gotta get your appendage cut It's not a anyway, thing. Anyway, quit so, distracting uh, people. Recent sightings have occurred largely within the Kerisini Regency of Central Sumatra and especially within the borders of the Taman National Kerisi Sablat. Yep. Uh, so that's like a national park. It's the Sablat National Park. It's uh, two it's inches square. Uh, because of the inaccessibility, the park has largely spared from the rampant logging occurring throughout Sumatra and provides one of the last homes for the endangered Sumatran tiger. So they have, like, their own tiger here. Okay. One tiger. No, well, it's, it's just no, one tiger. Just one in, no, I'm just fucking around. No, it's like, like but it, it's when they, when people say an island, you know, like, they, you know, you think it's, like, small, but it's like, no, this is, like, it, it's, like, own ecosystem that's been cut off from other Everything things. Everything else. From... For a long, long time. Which is exciting, because, like, a lot of weird shit yeah, can Sumatra's happen in like a situation Thailand like that. Yeah, Sumatra's, like, Thailand with a lot more cryptids. Yeah, there are a lot of cryptids in okay. Sumatra. I didn't know that was a thing, but that's cool. Uh, so, some of the characteristics. Uh, Ground-dwelling, bipedal, covered in short gray to brown fur. Uh, divergent big toe, i.e. separated from the other toes, as a thumb is from the other fingers. So, like a regular primate. Is this... Is this Mike? It could brown be. To big brown toes to regularly. brown to gray fur. Uh, let's see. Debbie Martyr, a prominent Orang Pendek researcher who has worked in the area for over 15 years, has interviewed hundreds of witnesses and alleges to have seen the animal personally on several occasions. And she gives the following description: uh, usually no more than 85 or 90 centimeters in height, although occasionally, occasionally as large as uh, one meter and 20 centimeters. The body is covered in a coat of dark gray or black flecked with gray hair, but the sheer physical power of the Orang Pendek that most impresses the Kerasini villagers. Uh, they speak in awe of its broad shoulders, huge chest, and upper adam abdomen and powerful arms. Sounds just like a gorilla, really. Uh, the animal is so strong, the villagers would whisper that it can uproot small trees and even break rattan vines. The legs, in comparison, are short and slim, and the feet are neat and small, usually turned out at an angle of up to 45 degrees. The head slopes back to a distinct crest, similar to the gorilla, and there appears to be a bony ridge above the eyes but the mouth is small and neat. The eyes are set wide apart and the nose is distinctly humanoid. When frightened, the animal exposes its teeth, revealing oddly broad incisors and a prominent long canine teeth. This thing really just sounds like some kind of primate. Like, it sounds a lot like a primate that hasn't been categorized yet. Like a chimp yet. or something. Yeah. Right. I mean, even down to the way that it like exposes, peels its lips back and exposes its teeth. Like, that's a primate thing. Um... 
Let's see. Sightings by locals often take place in farmland on the edge of the forest where Orang Pendek is allegedly seen walking through fields and raiding crops. Huh. So they especially eat corn, potatoes, and fruit. Yeah, they're... Uh their homemade alcohol is a delicacy. Yeah, <laughs> locals with experience in the forest claim that Orang Pendek seeks out ginger roots, a plant known locally as pahar or lolo. Young shoots, uh, insects in rotting logs and river crabs. The uh, durian fruit is also thought to be a favorite of the Orang Pendek. Oh, durian. That's this thing that smells like rotting flesh. Ah. Oh, now whose brain's fucked up? <laughs> what? It doesn't know it. Every, like, well, we didn't talk about this on the show, so. No. Uh, yeah. I said Mike's brain's fucked up. But durian really does smell like rotting flesh. Let's see. John uh, Marinoli from, uh, he was. Uh, Is that the original Papa John? It's the original Papa John's, yeah. <laughs> he was born in uh, 1338. He was one of the earliest persons mentioned in the existence of a hairy humanoid in Southeast Asia. When he visited the kingdom of Sabah, which could be interpreted as Java or Sumatra, he seldom caught sight of hairy men who would flee into the forest when they perceive anyone coming. They did a great deal of work sowing and reaping corn and other things, and people may trade with them by putting items in the middle of a path. Then the purchasers go forward and deposit the price and take what has been set down. This description, however, may refer, refer to more human-like cryptid of the region, like the Silwill. So there's another one. Yeah, they have a lot of cryptids in that area. Uh, the most widely known Western researcher to have attempted to document the Orang Pendek is uh, Debbie Martyr. Along with uh, British photographer Jeremy Holden, she engaged in a 15-year project beginning in the early 1990s and funded by Fauna and Flora International. So this is like a real scientific expedition. Yeah, she had money and everything. Look at that. The scope of the project was to systematically document eyewitness accounts of the animal and to obtain photographic proof of its existence via uh, camera trapping methods. Debbie and Jeremy did not succeed in proving its existence. Uh, Martyr has since moved to the head of TNKS, Tiger Protection and Con Conservation So Unit. she was like a real scientist. She is a real scientist, yeah. She's a, she's a real <laughs> researcher. Uh, but they collected several footprint casts that reportedly appeared to be from Orang Pendek and claimed to have personally seen the animal on several occasions while working in the forest. From 2001 to 2003, scientists analyzed hairs and casts of footprints found by three British men, Adam Davies, Andrew Sanderson, and Keith Townley, while traveling in the region. Uh, Dr. David Chivers, a primate bi biologist from the University of Cambridge, compared the cast with those from other known primates and local animals and stated, The cast of the footprint was taken... Uh, was definitely an ape with a unique blend of features from gibbon, orangutan, chimpanzee, and human. From further examination, the print did not match any known primate species, and I can conclude that this points toward there being a large, unknown primate in the forests of Sumatra. I mean, I get it's not inconceivable. I mean, a lot of that is not explored. Yeah. Uh, the other theory... Let me go... I think there's a section of this down here. Oh, I think I passed it. Uh, there's another theory that uh, they are the Homo florensius, or the Hobbit. So, ah. so in 2003, Halflings. a small human-like skull and several bones were discovered on the island of Flores in Indonesia. 
Dating as recently as 13,000 years ago, the partial skeleton some are calling the Hobbit marks the most recent extinction of a human species. So this is the most recent extinction of any human species, like besides us. So these ones, so these these little Hobbit-like creatures survived longer than Neanderthals or elves. any any of the elves or or oh, ogres. <laughs> uh, no, oh. so basically there was what were they like? Damavinians or whatever. I'm not sure. Des- there's there's a f- there's a few that we know of, uh, human species, human like species that uh, that were around at the same time as us, and this is one of them. But these guys actually lasted longer, but they were only found in certain areas. Huh, that, um, that makes sense. Well, it was interesting because like you said, Adam Davies, and I was like, that name sounds really familiar to me. Like, who's that? Like, it was just random British dudes, like. But Adam Davies is actually a well-known cryptozoologist who primarily looks into Bigfoot encounters. Okay. So that's why I'm he sure was... we've talked about him before. Yeah, probably. that's why he was around there. Yeah, so, I mean, this thing is definitely not Bigfoot. It's Bigfoot-like in the way that it's, like, some sort of... Cre- unknown. Unknown cryptid, but it's not the I same at all. I wouldn't even go as far to call this a cryptid. Because there, yeah. there's nothing supernatural about it. It's just... It sounds like an ape. Well, there might not be anything creature. supernatural about Bigfoot either. Yeah. That's true. I mean, like this, of all of the ones, like different types of Bigfoot we talked about, like this one, honestly, seems most likely to actually exist. Yeah, this seems like like exist and be just a normal animal. Yeah. It's cool though. It's cool to think that there are still and that Middle Earth was real, huh? And that Middle Earth was real apparently. Yeah. No, it's cool that there's still animals on, you know, on this fucking planet that we still may not know. Oh, yeah, we haven't explored those forests. Yeah. Fully. Yeah, I mean, they're they're totally inaccessible. It's hard to find shit in the woods. Yep. It is hard to find find shit shit in the woods. woods. Need that on a t-shirt. Uh, let's 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 talk about some sightings. Uh, I.T. Sanderson has documented some of these sightings in his book Abominable. Abominable. Say that for me. Abominable. Mike. Abominable. Yeah, I, I can almost <laughs> say it. Uh, legend come to life. Other such sightings have been documented by Jay Green in his book Sasquatch: The Apes Among Us. So a lot of times this falls into like like Sasquatch researchers stuff. You know, it's like obviously a totally different fucking animal. Yeah. Uh, in 1969, John McKinnon was in Borneo studying orangutans. So this is like the same re- region that orangutans come from. There you go. In the forest, he saw some human-like footprints. He asked his guide who made them, and the guide said, Batutut. Batutut. Batutut, he told me, was about four feet tall, walks upright like a man, and has a long black mane. In uh, Malaya, McKinnon saw footprints. McKinnon stated, Again, Native spoke of a creature with long hair who walks upright like a man. McKinnon noted that similar footprints are found on the Indonesian island of Sumatra. The footprints, he said, are attributed to the Sedapa, a small, shy, long-haired bipedal living deep in the forest. So this is, like, from the 60s. Uh, Early in the 20th century, L.C. Westenek, a government official on the island of... uh, Indonesian in Sumatra uh, received some reports about encounters with the Orang Pendek. The overseer of an estate in the mountains of Sumatra, along with some of his workers, reported seeing an Orang Pendek. The overseer saw a creature low on its feet, 
feet, which ran like a man and was almost about to cross my path. It was very hairy and was not an orangutan, but its face was not like an ordinary man's. So that is a lot of a lot of the sightings. Uh, they talk about how the face is very human-like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But not quite, like, more primate, but still humanish. Mm-hmm. In 1918, a hunter named Van Heerwarden found tracks... Uh, you can skip this one. He's Dutch. Oh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> no, he found tracks of Orang Pendek in Sumatra. He said the footprints were like those of a small human being. Later in 1923, he actually saw one of these creatures in a tree. I discovered a dark and hairy creature on a branch. The very dark hair on its head fell to just below its shoulder blades, or even almost to its waist. Had it been standing, its arms would have reached to a little above its knees. They were therefore long, but its legs seemed to be rather short. I did not see its feet, but I did see some toes which were shaped in a very normal manner. There was nothing repulsive or ugly about its face, nor was it ape-like at all. So that doesn't sound like a chimp. No. I think it's these Homo fluorescence guys, these Hobbit men. Yeah. I think they survived. Some of them could be. I mean, can't find. It's hard to find shit in the forest. You yeah. Know? They're forest dwellers. They're very well could be. Yeah. I don't know. I, I maybe had... maybe they have little forest homes where they make cakes and have suppers and elevensies and <laughs> you know. I have no problem believing that these things exist. They seem... The Tooks were adventurers. Oh, my God. The Brandy Bucks. Uh, we, can, we can check out a video of one real quick if you want. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah let's, let's, do, let's do it. That's cool. So this is supposedly one. I, I've watched it a couple times, and I'm, uh, I'm erring on the side of fake. But see what you think. Okay. I want to miss it. Oh, wait. Yeah. Here we go. Let me go back a little bit. See the thing oh. running? Oh! I'll bring it full screen. What the fuck was that? The video keeps going on, but they never see it again. It's like no one cares oh, that about guy, like, dirt slid bikes out. He's like, Holy shit. There was something in the path. These guys on the dirt bikes are riding, and he was just like, oh shit, there's a little guy there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it kind could be real, but it could also be fake. It oh, also just kind of looks a like bit. a naked man from yeah. a distance. I don't see the long hair or anything, but he is little, and he darts off into the trees. I think it's just a short man from a distance. I think this is a hoax. Yeah. That looks too... That doesn't really look like what they described, either. Yeah, it, it's not covered with enough hair. It's, it's definitely something weird, hair. though. It's like it's like light brown. That's not quite it. Yeah, it I don't could think be like Vern it. Troyer or something. <laughs> that's not it. That's uh, that's obviously human to me. It's not even questionably not human. Let me see. I'll uh, I'll pull up some images for you. Ooh, I like that one on the second row on the far left. That yeah. is, yeah, I don't think that's a real photo. Yeah, creepy, see, though. that guy didn't look anything like these. I don't. Like drawings or whatever. See anything in that photo? Yeah, I don't see anything in that one. I'll throw some of these. I'll, I'll throw this up on the uh, on the show notes for you guys. There's a couple that apparently. Yeah, they're... all of these look. Here's like... one. Supposedly, that's okay. what the guy. Yeah, I, I could s- maybe. It's hard to tell. I mean, all of, basically, it just looks like a short Bigfoot. 
that's really all it is. Yeah, it's just like a short Bigfoot. Its toes are slightly different shaped. What is this one? It's like killed with a stick or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Here's one. No, wait, that's a guy. It's just a guy. That's just a guy. <laughs> hey, how's it going? That's it's just it a really like. old man. Yeah. That's from the video. Yeah. yeah, these are from the video. God, I love the the red circle around shit. Yeah, it's just like, no, you will notice this. <laughs> I will draw a circle around it for how you. Else will I know circle it, sir. How else will I know it's supernatural if there's not a red circle around it? Yeah, so I don't know. I th- I think I-, I think this is totally remote enough where uh yeah, I don't, I don't have a problem at all believing that there are small primates roaming around a remote island. And there's been several scientists that like think think that these things could possibly be real. Yeah, I mean, I know a guy from Guam who was that tiny and he was he looked like a little monkey man, but he was just real good at washing dishes. <laughs> wow. What? Jesus Christ. His dude. name was Pablo. Come on. All right. We're moving on. That's the Orang Pen Deck. Uh, let us know what you think. Right now, uh, we got an interview coming up in our You Believe in What segment. I with, get uh, Yeah, Mike gets Reiki. Let's talk about that real quick. Uh, yeah, talk about yeah, how Yeah, I haven't been right since. I think she negative so Reiki So I'm going to have to... It sounds like you deserved it. I'm going to put this uh, video on YouTube, and Mike, Mike, is, going, Mike is getting Reiki'd for, uh, for like five minutes. Yeah, can we put that in yeah, the either, show Yeah, either she did something negative to me... Or she just unclogged some shit that I had, and that's why. Yeah, I no, I think I mean, you're full of shit. I think you need a full session, is what I think you need. Yeah, yeah. she just didn't do enough. She just did like a quick tune up, and it just kind of like opened up the floodgates a little bit, and you're like, oh no. Yeah, you like, can't. I had to block that shit off. You can't tune just tune up a completely broken piano. Yeah, just you have to fil- just rebuild yeah, just the whole thing. Float into my shit chakra or something. Yeah, you're going to have to get more Reiki done. So, basically, Lauren, explain real quick what Reiki is. Uh, Reiki, as I understand it, is uh, basically energy work and um, and, a, and a lot of times used as uh, healing through uh, utilizing a person's energy and, you know, sending, uh, as she explains it, as sending basically pure love energy it's to posi- them. It's all positive all vibes. Positive Does vibes. it have to be positive, though? I mean, I don't know. You, could, I guess you could do a negative. I don't think Shelly did negative Reiki to you. Shelly no, I don't think would she, I never. Think I'm just bad enough that that like. No, Shelly's Shelly sent good stuff to you. She would never do something negative. She's like the nicest person ever. All right, uh, here's an interview awesome. with Shelly Harris. Sitting here with Shelly Harris, comedian and Reiki master. What level Reiki master are you? Reiki master. So we just had a demonstration. Mike just uh, just got some Reiki done. Yep. Uh, ex- explain to us first exactly what Reiki is. Yeah, so the easiest way to, I guess, explain Reiki is to, it's basically just channeling love. Okay. I mean, it sounds weird, but so I it's don't like, know. It's like positive vibes. 
Positive vibes, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, There's no one way really to explain it because each person sort of understands it in a different way, but yeah, positive vibes. So you guys are going to be able to see the video of uh, of uh, the Reiki demonstration. So tell us exactly what what, what exactly yeah, what were you, you do doing? Me? Like how do you you started <laughs> off? You did some symbols. Yeah. What are those? Explain those for us real quick. Okay, so there's a couple of different symbols. There's one symbol that's just a power symbol, and that kind of amplifies the energy. There's another symbol that is um, for compassion. And then there is a third symbol that is the Reiki Master symbol, and that is just, I guess, the most powerful of all of them. So you don't get to do that one until you actually become a Reiki master. Right. Okay. So this is like now this now now you're flaunting you're flaunting that symbol all over the place now. Cuz you right. just got your Reiki master, right? I just got my Reiki master and I'm like pretty excited about it. I sometimes will like be in a bathroom stall and I'll just start like doing the Reiki master <laughs> just to help just, I, any, anything in a public restroom that you could do to help with the situation right. is much appreciated <laughs> you know that way like the next person who comes in after me has like really good vibes they're like man the that was the best dump I ever took <laughs> that's right I feel so good now <laughs> I know I just like to help people however I can that's good that's yeah. good so so you do the symbols and then you started basically you're doing you're doing something with your hands Right. So, do you know anything about the chakras? No. Go. What is a chakra exactly? I've heard okay. the word before, but I do not know exactly what it means. Yeah. So it's basically an energetic center, and we have a bunch. We have seven main chakras, and they go down the spine. We also have chakras in our hands, and those chakras you can use them to, you know, pass energy along to another person. Okay, so that's so you're using your chakras from your hands, yeah, to get to to shoot positive vibes into Mike's skull so that he's not such a scumbag anymore. <laughs> I, feel, I do feel a little bit nicer. Do you, how do you feel? Do yeah, you? yeah. You feel you, do you feel like a, like like slightly better? Yeah, I mean, I have I haven't tried to say the n word once. That's in the last true. Minutes. Wow. Yeah. You oh haven't you haven't been screaming at all. The yeah. power of Reiki, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Maybe I won't scream in my sleep tonight, and my wife can get a good night's sleep. <laughs> oh my That's god! Kind of yeah, the reason I brought Shelly here. Right? <laughs> this has all been a lie. You yeah. won't punch her in the face tonight. Yes, please. While he's sleeping. <laughs> so, 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 what? Are, what are the ex- what? What are the techniques? Explain the techniques that you're doing because you're putting your hands in one position, and then another, are those are those sh- different chakra positions. Right. So. Reiki can be done in a couple of different ways. You can do it just along the chakra lines to balance out the general energetic centers. Or if somebody has a specific ailment, like, you know, their knee is hurting, you can just do Reiki on that one spot. Just on the specific area. Okay. That's right. Mm -hmm. All right. So so is is this one of those things that, like, you, like, have to believe in it for it to work? Um, Or? It will work better if you believe in it. Okay. It works okay either way. So it'll still it'll it'll still show positive results even if you think right. it's bullshit. So my whole thing was I actually thought it was complete bullshit. Um, a couple of years ago, I was kind of dealing with some severe anxiety problems, and my friend told me I should get into Reiki, and I said that sounds like bullshit. Okay. She said, <laughs> it, was, <laughs> she said it was energy work, and I said, "What the fuck do you mean by that energy work?" and 
can I say that? Yeah, you can say whatever yeah. you want. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I said, what do you mean by that? That sounds like like complete BS. But I got into it anyway because I really just needed anything. You were like, to help this me might out. work. So mm-hmm. I'm just I'm willing to try anything. Right, right. It'll At make that me point, feel better. I had tried pretty much everything under the sun. I had tried like crystals. Both meth and the. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to make a joke about it's crystal meth here. Snort shit back here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, After I had all to children. <laughs> tried pretty much everything and nothing seemed to be working. So the Reiki did help, and I found that the more I was open to it, definitely the better it works. Okay, so so. Uh, so when when you first start getting into Reiki, like what do you do? Where do you go for this? Is this something that you could just buy a book for, or is it someplace you have to go? My personal experience is I was at a metaphysical shop. There's one over in Dunedin, and oh, what's I, the name of the metaphysical shop in Dunedin? Enchanted Spirits. Ah, right nice. on uh, Main Street there. I didn't know the that. Hospital. That's what that was. <laughs> is it the one by the hospital? Um, it is over on Broadway by. Chickaboom Room. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I had no idea what that was. So, okay, so that's a metaphysical shop. It is a metaphysical shop. You can do all sorts of cool stuff there. They have um, meditation classes. They have all sorts of crystals and jewelry and chakra. chakra okay, shit. so you were you were there, and then like your friend told you you should get into Reiki. So, you, is that where you get went? They have classes there. Yeah, so I ended up meeting my Reiki master there. I, I guess I had th- I had heard about Reiki from a friend of mine, and then somebody handed me the business card of this woman, and she ended up becoming my Reiki teacher. And I went to her for my three levels of Reiki: Reiki one, Reiki two, and then finally Reiki three, also known as Reiki master. Okay, so what is the differences between each each level? What can you do? What can't you do? Okay. So Reiki 1 is you can Reiki yourself and you can Reiki other people in your direct vision, you know, in the same room as you. You can do Reiki on the person. Reiki 2 is distance Reiki, which is where you're able to send it to... This is the one I have a hard time believing in still. Okay. It's you can send it to people in different cities, states, countries, and you can send it to different time zones. Meaning, no, not time zones. I'm sorry, different times in different your life. Time periods. Yeah. Oh, okay, so you can yeah. send it through. Right. Time. So I'll like give Marty, you an example. Like Marty McFly. What? Like Marty McFly. Like you're sending stuff through time. You know. You know, I'm embarrassed to say, but I'm actually not seen that movie oh okay yeah he almost gets his mom pregnant it's real weird wow yeah (laughs) yeah just like that um (laughs) uh okay so it's weird i didn't really believe in it in reiki too, the distance reiki thing but i'll tell you what before my first comedy show i knew i was going to be super anxious so i sent myself my future self Distance Reiki. Okay, so you, you like, like so it was like waiting for you for when you right. go on stage. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and did it work? Because I believe I don't know if it works because it worked or if it worked because I believed it was gonna work. I mean, but I guess either way, it, it doesn't matter. Works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but would you call it like spiritualism? Yeah, it is. I guess it would be kind of spiritual because it is energy work. Okay. All right. So. 
So now that you can send, uh, now you can send Reiki through time and space. Mm-hmm. Can you please help the president? <laughs> I mean, I, he needs something. He needs something. He needs he needs positive vibes. Way to make it political. Uh, maybe no, maybe twenty five. Send it send it twenty five years ago. You know, and maybe oh. maybe he'll be cool. Okay. Now. Yeah. <laughs> start start <laughs> then and work your way up. I'll tell you what. I do send Reiki all the time to. Washington and I mean yeah I would say I send Reiki to the White House on the reg okay. I don't know that it's really working it's, but <laughs> I mean there's there's a lot of dark magic going on there there's a lot of dark magic <laughs> going on for sure so according to the Wikipedia Reiki is not actually that old it's from the 20s the 20s Energy manipulation's been going on for yeah. centuries, yeah, but though. Just that that particular name of it, yeah, yeah possibly, may, yeah. possibly. But it's you know, it's Japanese. I actually thought it was like. Jer- Jared had a question for you about the Catholic Church. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, did I? Yeah. I mean, you, you wrote it down here. It's I did write it. I didn't realize question. I'd be asking it though. Uh, I mean, it is your question. All right. Well, let me. Someone else is going to do it for you. Well, no one told me I was going to be asking a question, but here's here's the question basically. So. Uh, the Catholic Church actually has specifically banned Reiki from being used in like their organization, like healing organizations, mm-hmm. uh, by saying, like, quote, since Reiki therapy is not compatible with either Christian teaching or scientific evidence, it would be inappropriate for Catholic institutions such as Catholic health care facilities and retreat centers for persons representing the church, such as the Catholic chaplain, to promote or provide support for Reiki therapy. How do you feel about that? <laughs> it's the Catholic Church, <laughs> man. Yeah. How, how is it well, not compatible, though? I don't know. I don't it's know. It's a bunch of silly mumble jumbo, man. You can't... It's flying, there's flying angel babies everywhere. They can't be shooting energy out of their hands. That would be silly. Yes. Well, I can't necessarily speak for the Catholic Church, and being that I am... I, I want you to speak for you. <laughs> I want you to shit on the Catholic Church. Yeah, Shelly's Shelley, Jewish. They already don't like I know. her. Now that's, they don't like that's her. That's why I thought this would be a good question Oh, is that Shelley. why you thought this would be a good well, question? Because it's silly that the Catholic Church would be like, No Reiki. Well, we can heal through the power of prayer. We're okay with aliens, Not Reiki is Reiki. Well, it's weird, okay, because they do prayer. And Reiki is basically just channeling love, so it's... I, I mean, I'm it's not about the to, same thing, right? I feel like it's the same thing. It's, I mean, it's prayer is just positive. asking God for help or or to I help mean, someone else. That, yeah. yeah, it's not what prayer is. Yeah, and but Reiki is just literally like doing hand movements that are doing the same thing. They're just channeling the same well, kind of power. You're a Reiki master. You could send yeah. you could send positive vibes to all the Catholic hospitals, and they can't stop you. Ooh. That's true. So, <laughs> yeah. the whole thing is that you always have to ask permission before doing Reiki. Oh. That's right. She did yeah, ask Mike for consent. That is you true. You have okay. to ask for consent. I mean, you can you can send it and kind of ask for consent on the spiritual plane, if that makes sense. You can go oh, okay, so you only can just, send Reiki. If you, can, this you can send a, uh, a trigger warning in advance yeah. with your Reiki energy. <laughs> right. It says, click here to accept. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All it's right. kind of like one of those emails, and you're like, you open this, and you'll win a million dollars. I saw But in this case, it's like, open this, and win a million volts of positive vibes. Yeah. So, Shelly, I saw that you had posted your, uh, 
certificate of completion that says you're a third level Reiki master. That's right. We did just talk about this. Yeah. Were you not paying attention? No, it's it's no, leading okay. into the next part of my <laughs> oh, question. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, which was like, how much did it cost for you to become like that? What's the entry fee if someone wants to become a ma- a Reiki master? Like, what do they have to do? And like, what do they have to? What kind of resources that they put into it besides like time and effort? Okay, so for my Reiki classes. They weren't super expensive. My Reiki master made it pretty affordable. There are Reiki masters who charge up to several thousand dollars per um, level. Okay. But the, but so there's not one set price is what you're saying. Right. For me, I plan to attune people to each level for a pretty cheap price. I'm planning not to go above... I'm planning not to go above $100, but for me, I'm just starting off. I'm only going to charge 50 to 60 per level. Okay, so, so. you know, it's, it's not an expensive thing to get into. Right, because, I mean, it's just, it's one of those things that everybody has the ability to do. Everybody has the ability to do healing through, well, you, everybody has the ability to channel love through their hands. Okay. <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but um, <laughs> like, I'm gonna shoot love all over you guys. <laughs> not without my consent. But, yeah, right. With not without consent, but <laughs> Reiki just teaches you how to channel it to a more refined power, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Just like con- you know, concentrate, make it more effective, basically. Right. right? Yes. So it's more effective than just wishing. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. you you have the actual intention of doing something, and you're focused. Yeah, because if you think about it, right, if your kid gets hurt, if you have a kid or a dog, and they tell you, oh, my knee hurts, you would, maybe your inclination would be to, like, put your hand on their knee or to, like, kiss their knee or something right. like that. And that is kind of doing healing through the same... Methodology that Reiki is doing here. It's like a natural instinct for right. Reiki. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's a natural instinct if somebody's hurt to to lay your hands on them. You yes. know, that's mm-hmm. like they talk about it in the Bible. You yeah. know, that's how Jesus was healing folks. Yeah, he and was it's, doing Reiki. Yeah, take that Catholic Church, right? And the Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> and um. Actually, they do have a healing hands practice that nurses can get certified in, and it's basically Reiki. Okay, so it's like, so instead of calling it Reiki, that which might scare some people off, right? They're just gonna call it healing uh, hands. This is yeah. healing hands. <laughs> well, it, that I mean, that is really interesting because they even did they even did like a study. I, I forget the exact numbers or whatever, but it was like more d- doctors that spent more time talking with their patients and like touching where they hurt and stuff like that yeah were like a certain percentage more effective than doctors that just looked at a chart said one thing and then left and wow. let the nurses take care of it no i didn't know that but that's really interesting so it kind of it kind of all falls together like that wow 
I have. Uh, I'm not gonna let Jared be the weirdest question oh. at all. Oh yeah, I was definitely gonna make you ask this question. Yeah, I have to ask this question. Um, been I reading... don't even know where this comes from. Uh, okay, this... I'm excited. So I've been reading this new book um, called uh, Owls, UFOs, and uh, actually it's called Stories from the Messengers: Owls, UFOs, and a Deeper Reality um, by Mike Cleveland. And one of the things that Mike Cleveland notes in his book is that people who are healers, and more specifically Reiki practitioners, tend to have a higher, um, well not they tend to have, it's like all the stories, like the majority of people that had these experiences with like supernatural events in their lives, they happen to be healers, and a lot of them specifically Reiki What do you mean healers? Is like anybody like from Reiki pr- practitioners all the way to like MD? Uh, yeah, even like to nurses. Okay. So like, in, like even like sp- Reiki to spiritual, Reiki and spiritual healers to like. So it didn't matter. Yeah. Either way. So like, have you had any sort of unusual experience in your life before or during this? Do you know anyone that's had any sort of thing like that? A supernatural. With owls. Specifically, owls are mentioned. Or UFOs. But owls and UFOs in particular. She but wants to know if you saw some aliens. <laughs> oh, I do have a pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Aliens. Um, I I do. I think aliens are pretty rad. If I'm being honest with you, um, the first time you said Mike Cleveland, right? I thought you said Mike Cleveland. It's <laughs> 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 like kind of threw me off for a minute. So I mean, if anyone was gonna grow up and write books about aliens, it would be a guy named Mike Cleveland. So this Cleveland. is. Okay, so that's that's the author of that of that book. So basically, right. what she's asking, yeah, have you had have you have you had any sort of odd experiences with UFOs or or owls showing up around you or Mothman? I saw an owl the other day. Um, as far as like supernatural experiences, so when I was a kid, I was definitely what you would call like a socially awkward kid i was always like doing math in the corner (laughs) (laughs) math not meth (laughs) math mathematics right yeah mathematics (laughs) yes (laughs) and um i would sometimes get like really withdrawn and kind of sad and i remember there used to be this like sentient being that would sort of like come down and be like hey kiddo it's gonna be okay you're going to be cool one day. And like, it would kind of pull me out of my funk. And what I kind of feel like it might have been is remember how I was saying that you can send distance Reiki to the past and the future. Oh, okay. Sometimes I feel like it might have been me now sending Reiki to myself in the past. So you were your own uh, imaginary friend. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's awesome. Right. Yeah. That's badass as fuck. Right. I was my own spirit guide. (laughs) Yeah, you're like, ah, oh, someday you'll be cool. Right? Just lie to her, she'll believe it. <laughs> <laughs> someday you'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> someday things are gonna be okay. I don't know when. <laughs> so this is all. This is all really interesting. Uh, why don't you tell us real quick, uh, like, uh, how people can get in touch with you if they want to do a Reiki session? Because it's gonna be more than just the uh, the five minute thing that we showed in the video. Because that's what that's like. What a tune up you said. Yeah, so I do full 30-minute sessions, and I'm also teaching Reiki 1 classes. Um, 
I'm hoping to get my first Reiki 1 class within the next month or so. Um, and I'll have four to five seats in that class. And then I am hoping to have another Reiki 1 class within the next couple of months as well. Hmm. So, yeah, how can we get in touch with you? Where are you going to be doing this? Okay, so... I'm trying to decide if I want to have people email me or just just give your address out and have people show up at your house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should I give out my social security number? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get Reiki for me, just show up at my house. <laughs> it doesn't matter what time. <laughs> <laughs> Any time of day, just try to make it as creepy as possible. Um, some food. <laughs> right? Just bring me food. If you want to get in touch with me, I would say probably the best bet would be to send me an email. My email is Rochelle, R-O-C-H-E-L-L-E, E, Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S, 5, at gmail.com. Wow, there's five of those? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's the worst email address I've ever (laughs) had. I don't know why I didn't think to, you know, read it. Remake another email address. But anyway, it's Rochelle E. Harris 5 at gmail.com. Okay, that's awesome. Uh, one more quick question. How do you think, uh, have, have, what did you start first, Reiki or uh, stand up comedy? Reiki. Okay, and do you think you ever would have tried doing stand up comedy without the Reiki? You know, I don't know. I definitely know that Reiki has helped my nerves so much that it's been a huge help for comedy for sure Uh, definitely for comedy the number one thing that helped me though was toastmasters okay (laughs) (laughs) so that's the school you go to when you want to give speeches at work right basically yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's the class yeah well you you are a toastmaster you're a master of reiki and uh and now we just got to see you become a uh, comedy master yeah. It was uh, really great talking to you, Shelly. Thank you. Thank you for coming in. Uh, I think I will definitely be interested for a demonstration tune-up because all of this seems really interesting. Yeah, for sure. Shoot me an email. Um, do we have any other questions? Uh, do you have any shows coming up? Comedy shows. Yes, I do. I have a show in Spring Hill. It's called the Down and Dirty Comedy Showcase. All right. On July 12th. I'm pretty excited for that. Chicken Wing? Is that where that is? It's I at hope not. Our Beach. Oh, I, for a second I thought you were going to say Arby's. I was like, I was oh like, no, <laughs> that is not a good place for comedy shows. No, it'd be pretty awkward. You don't know that. You've never that done might Arby's. That's the best place for a comedy show. No, that's actually going to be a, a pretty decent lineup on there. It's going to be Shelly Harris, uh, Neria is, I believe, headlining. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, Shannon Kelly's in it. Shannon Kelly. Uh, Nina. 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 That. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for stopping in and telling us, uh, informing us about Reiki. Yeah, We're very sure. glad Namaste, to have you. Namaste, friends. Thank you, Shelly Harris, for coming in the studio and explaining Reiki for us. 
Yeah, you better un- come back and undo whatever shit you did to me. We're just going to need, like, a full session. Yeah, Mike needs a full session. Just, just you know, could you just change him as a person He's entirely? a broken human, so yeah, just we need to fix it. I was the it. only one with the balls enough to let her do that. No, I would do it. I just thought you needed it more than me, bro. Yeah, yeah, you, you needed it more than any of us. That's, I was just looking out for you. You're a little crop clogged. I'll do some Reiki. I'm not, I'm not afraid. Yeah. All right. uh, I'll do Reiki on you right thank now. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh... Remember, check us out on Facebook. Uh, if you like the podcast, give us a review on iTunes or Google Play. And uh, we will see you next time. Thank you so much. 